everybody. Welcome to episode 27. Wow, time flies when you're having fun, huh? We're going to talk today about rewriting. But before I get to it, uh, the Oscar nominations came out last week. So, since we're talking about writing, writing original screenplay nominated for an Oscar. Belfast, written by Kenneth Brenna. Don't Look Up, by Adam McKay. King Richard, by Zach Balin. Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson. And The Worst Person in the World, written by Eskil Volt and Johem Trier. I know I just totally destroyed the pronunciation of those names, but anyway. So those are nominated for Original Screenplay, Adapted Screenplay, Coda by CN Heater, Drive My Car by Two Japanese People. <laughs> Dude, I, I will not even try to pronounce these names. Dune, Eric Roth, and Dennis Villeneuve. He was the director of Dune, by the way. And John Spates, The Lost Daughter, written by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Damn. Is that the first thing she's written? Can you imagine coming out of the gates, your first screenplay, nominated for an Oscar? Of course, she is Maggie Gyllenhaal. And The Power of the Dog, written by Jane Campion. How many of these movies have we seen, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten movies. And I have seen The Power of the Dog. That is it. <sighs> you know, I've voiced my opinion about the Oscars in a previous episode, so I'll keep it short. When I was young, I was mesmerized. I looked up to the Oscar winners, the Oscars themselves. But now it's all about politics. It's all about who you know. It's all about how much money you spend. Ugh. That's the bottom line, really. It's all about money now. Plus, I don't like all these movies. There's, there's tons of movies now for Best Picture. When I was growing up, there were like five. So I'm not sure if I'm a big fan of adding all these movies to the Best Picture category. I don't know. Pros and cons, I guess. Hey, if they're worthy, I'm all for it. But I'm sorry. I've seen some movies since they expanded the category. I've seen some movies that should not have been there. But money talks and bullshit walks. So let's look at Best Picture. Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. Once again, I have seen The Power of the Dog. That is it. <laughs> so that tells you right there what I think about Oscars. I'll get around to watching uh, the majority of these movies, but for the time being, really, I couldn't care less. All right. So you got your first draft. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. You did it. Now, start on the new one. Start on the next one. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah, we're going to rewrite this thing. I mean, you need to rewrite it, obviously, but start thinking about your new one. You're probably burned out with this screenplay that you just finished. You're probably sick and tired of it. Hopefully not. Hopefully you're still excited about it. Because when you go in and rewrite, it's going to get better. Now, the only way it's not going to get better is if the foundation, the story, the idea isn't worth a shit. If that's the case, rewrites will not make it better. You can go through and polish the dialogue and rewrite the descriptions and make them sharp and very visual and super descriptive. But if the bones of the story is not there, forget it. Just forget it. Trash it. 
Let me put that another way. You don't have to trash it, but you're going to have to go in and rework the story. Now, if you did an outline, you should know by now if the foundation is there. If you did not do an outline and you read through the script, depending upon how how open-minded you are, if you're really open-minded and you read through your first draft, I mean, print it out, put it in your lap and read through it. Okay, put your glasses on and read through it. Don't read it on the computer screen. If you're open-minded, you should be able to see the problems in the foundation if the foundation sucks. Okay, so when I say foundation, I mean, remember, there's a goal for your hero. Every scene in that screenplay has to move your hero towards the goal. It's that simple. And if you've written a scene and that scene does not move the story forward, does not move the hero closer to his goal or her goal, then that scene shouldn't be there. So what happens when you take out a scene? Maybe it screws up the the screenplay. If it's in the first act, maybe it screws up the first act. Maybe it screws up the second act. So number one in rewriting, go through and and read it. Print it out and read it. See how many pages you have. Do you have 130 pages? Ah, Well, you're going to have to cut. Cut, 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 cut. Is it 65 pages? Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to have to add. Not too many features are under 90 minutes. Maybe you can get away with 80. Maybe. So if it's too short, then you have to add. Now, the natural inclination is to just throw in some scenes, but you can't do that. The scenes that you add have to, have to support the hero's journey. Another way to look at it, and I didn't, I didn't mention this to you earlier because I didn't want to go really deep and confuse anybody. I wanted to make this as simple as possible. You can also look at each scene and see if there's any new information for the audience that comes out of that scene. New information is a good thing. New information does support the hero's journey. If you're giving the audience new information in a scene, Maybe on the exterior, it doesn't look like the scene is moving the hero closer to his goal. But the new information helps the audience see the hero's journey and see the hero's goal, if that makes sense to you. All right, so rewriting, make sure you have a story that's worthy. I would recommend if you have friends or family... And this is just a first draft, okay? So if you're not going to be embarrassed by it, and if you're going to tell everybody it's a first draft, have some people sit around and read it. And you as the writer, just sit there and listen. Don't read along. Don't have the script in your lap. Just listen and see what you think. You could possibly, if you have the resources, you could send it to a script consultant. Typically, well, what I did with the hike, I sent the hike to three script consultants, but I was pretty much done. I had gone through four or five drafts, and I was at the point where I thought it was perfect. But the other train of thought is if you send the first draft to a script consultant, they can pretty much tell you if your story sucks, if the foundation is falling apart and cracking. So it's up to you. And it does cost money. If you have friends and family that'll do it for free, more power to you. Uh, Maybe you can hire some actors, you know. How long does it take to sit down and read a script? What, an hour, hour and a half? Pay them 50 bucks if you got 50 bucks. And, you know, don't worry about the, the, the smaller roles. Just hire actors to read the, uh, the, the leads. But don't you read. You don't read anything and you don't follow along. You just listen. Just close your eyes and see that movie just like a reader does. And you'll know what works and what doesn't work. Trust me.
All right, so you've gone through that. And then if you do send your script to a consultant, they will send you back all kinds of notes. And you're the writer, so you decide what you want to change and what you don't want to change. You decide if the notes are worthy or if the notes are piles of warm shit. It's all up to you because you're the writer. All right, so when you do go in to rewrite, have a plan. Don't do like a page one rewrite where you start on page one and you go through the scene heading, the scene descriptions, the dialogue, the format. Don't burden yourself with all of that. Make a plan, okay? Start out with scene headings. Go through all your scene headings. Make sure they're all formatted properly. Make sure they make sense. Shorten them up if you can. Then you can bump down to description. Keep that description short. Erase all the ands, A-N-D. Then do dialogue last, but have a plan when you rewrite. Don't just start on page one and go through an entire page. And once again, I, wa- I want to go back to the foundation. You know, you start this rewrite process and you start making a plan after you are fully convinced that your story is solid, that the scenes, where they're at, they're in the right spot. Every scene moves the story forward. So when you get to that point and you see your script laid out in front of you and you look at every scene and you say to yourself, yep, that deserves to be there. That deserves to be there. That deserves to be there. What happens in these scenes? The action that's taking place. Not the way you wrote it, but the way you're seeing it in your head. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I like that. I like that. I like that. Then make that plan, go in and start cutting, start with the formatting, scene headings, description, dialogue. Uh, Hopefully you have a software program that you've been using. Keep that one little note that I gave you early on in the back of your head. See if you can end a page, see at the bottom of the page, if you can possibly end it with a question, that always helps. That's That's a nice way to make sure somebody turns the page doesn't always work out that way. So don't think that every single page is going to end with a question. But when you can do it, you know, even if you have to cheat a line or two to move that question over to where it's the last bit of printing on the page, it's okay to finagle it around. Cheat a space here, cheat a space there. But if you can do it, man, it works. It's magic. And then once you have uh, one pass through, so it, you would be actually on your second draft, So you have your first draft, you go through it, then you can print it out, and that's your second draft. Then once again, get your friends and family back together. If you made decent amount of changes, not to the story, but, you know, to dialogue, especially dialogue. You want to hear that dialogue. Now, I was super fortunate and super lucky. The filmmaking gods were looking down on me. I didn't do that with the hike. I sent it off to three script consultants, but I did not have a table read. The actors didn't table read. Day one of shooting is when I met my lead actress. Now, Monica and John had uh, lunch together before we started shooting. So once I hired Monica, I think we had maybe two weeks, three weeks, three weeks to go before shooting. And they got together and had lunch. I was happy to hear about that. But yeah, I did not have a table read. I did not have friends and family sit around and read it. I did send it to two people that I trust And they read it and they gave me notes along with the three script consultants. But, you know, I went to film school. Obviously, you all know this podcast is for people who don't have the resources to go to film school. So I I had confidence. I had more confidence in myself than if I had not have had gone to film school. 
I pretty much knew what I had, and I was confident that it was going to work. And then, of course, when I got the notes back from the consultants and my two friends, uh, then I took all that into consideration as well. And nobody drug me over the coals. They were nitpicking little things here and there. But no one complained about the story, the foundation, the guts of the story. No one complained about any of that. So I knew I was on the right track. But what I'm telling you to do is what I would do if I had not gone to film school. And, you know, it's just recommendations. You can you can take your first draft and do whatever you want with it. Hell, if you think it's great, just enter it into festivals right away. Send it out right away. It's entirely up to you. No one is here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to give you suggestions and to tell you what worked for me and what didn't work for me. And then uh, you can go through a number of drafts. I'm not sure if I went through four or five. I kind of forget. It's a long time ago. And you'll notice every draft will probably be shorter. So if you're right at that 90-page mark, <laughs> you may not necessarily want that to happen. But uh, you still you need to go through and clean it up, polish it up, make it just as spotless as possible. Because keep in mind, you have one shot. If you're going to send this script to a festival, if you're going to send it out to representation, if you're lucky enough to know producers and you're going to send it out, don't send out a piece of shit because people have long memories and, and word will get around. You send it to one producer, that producer is going to get on the phone. Hey man, this writer, uh, Joe Blow, he sent me a script and I, I think it was his first draft. So if you get this script from Joe Blow, just uh, toss it because... <laughs> It's it's worthless. Oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for telling me. I don't want to waste my time reading a worthless script. And keep in mind, when you go in to rewrite, especially your descriptions, don't use bland, blah words. Use descriptive words. Use amazing words. Run. He runs. He darts. He scampers. And what you're going to find out, which is what I found out when I wrote the hike, is I, let's take that word run. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many runs I had in my script. I used that word so often because, you know, I, I just didn't have anything else in my head that I could put down. So I just put down runs. So what I did was I used this program and I pulled up all the related words, synonyms to a degree, but some of them aren't synonyms, but they convey the feeling that you're looking for, if that makes sense to you. And it was so easy. If you have a, a script writing program, typically at somewhere on the program, you can type in a word and push search, and it will go through and find that word in your script. And that will give you the opportunity to change it. So you don't have to go through page after page after page looking for this word, like looking for a needle in a haystack. So if you're a serious writer and you're serious about writing a screenplay, I know you have one of these programs. But anyway, back to my story. So I type in runs and it takes me to every single runs in my script. And then all you have to do is backspace and put in another word. Now, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> My vocabulary is not full of descriptive words. And when I was in film school, I would sit with a thesaurus or a dictionary and use the thesaurus or dictionary to find descriptive words. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there is a program called Master Writer. It is invaluable if you're a creative writer and it 
it's actually for any writer. If you're a songwriter, creative writer, novels, screenplays, just go to their website, masterwriter.com, and there's a four minute and 47 second video that will show you all the bells and whistles of the program. Now, you do have to license it. It does cost money. I think they have one-year license and a two-year license, but my God, it's so worth it. I have a really outdated version, and uh, I'm starting a new script, which I told you in a previous episode. So I re-upped my license. What I had to do is I had to upgrade because they've come out with a brand new program. It's got a different interface. It looks a lot better, and they have a whole bunch of different categories. Go to the website, watch the video. You'll see what I'm saying. But anyway, when I first bought it before I started writing the hike, it was in its infancy. It it had not been out long. And now it's, you know, back then it was a Volkswagen. Now it's a Ferrari. So please, if you take anything from all 27 episodes of this podcast, purchasing a license for Master Rider will be the most important thing you do as a writer. Because when it comes to descriptive words, they're all laid out there for you. And you can pick and choose what you like the best. And descriptive words will make your screenplay stand out from all the other blah, boring screenplays. Descriptive words are just gold for a writer. And if you're like me, (laughs) you don't have a vocabulary of descriptive words in your brain, this program is is so important to have. You know, just spend four minutes and 47 seconds. Go to masterwriter.com, play the video, and you will see it. It's available. You can get it on your phone, your iPad, or your computer at home. It's amazing. All right, let's get out of here. But seriously, once you get that first draft done and you're in the rewriting stage, think about your next script. Think about another idea. Jump back in with a new idea. Something that hopefully you feel really good about. Something that you feel excited about. Something that you can live with for a long time. Because every script you write is going to get better and better and better. I promise you. All right, folks, have a great week. Stay healthy. Springtime is just around the corner. And the time change is coming soon, too. Yay! I love when the sun stays up till 7, 7.30. That's the best. All right, folks. Peace and love to you all. And as always, be a lion, not a sheep. See ya!